cash dropping dog. That off work pie. I need that off work pie, cuz. I need that off work pie when it's dropping, cuz. A young wing as your number one player. That's how you got to win. And winning the championship with that dude being like younger than 27 is not, it's, it's exactly. That's what I'm saying. Rare. Exceedingly yeah. rare. Like you, it's hard to name him. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to tell. That's what I'm trying to say. You got Dwayne Wade, and that's a, that's only one. That's only one in our lifetime. I mean, shit. The Pistons won with Tayshawn Prince. Tayshawn Prince was like, 22. oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> this it is did. episode forty-eight of the All <laughs> Tayshawn Prince. Hey, he did. He won. He won a ring. You said with a young. He wasn't with a young boy, bro. He was not. The, he was like the third, fourth option. He was the third option. Maybe I'll maybe say she was a better was an option over him. He was, he was an option uh, over him. What do you uh, mean? Yeah. Rasheed Wallace? So he was fourth. Fourth Rasheed option. Rasheed Wallace there's an option. Oh, yeah, yeah. Over well, yeah, it was well, it was Rip. Rip was the number one option, yeah. I think. Yeah. Rip, Chauncey, Sheed, and then it would be Tayshaw. Then, then what about an what about an 06? When Dwayne Wade won? Who was the young wing then? We just said that was the that's the exception to the rule. Yeah. Jarrell Wildin, let me let me intro, let me intro this episode because Jarrell over here wilding again. This is episode forty eight of the Off Work Podcast, fellas. Hilarious, Jarrell. you're hilarious. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Joe. Sorry, Jarvis. Man, I can't. I, I can't. I can't listen to Brando when it comes to sports, dog. I you, can't listen to you when it comes to sports. Brando, you don't. You're the type of dude, dog, who just talks about sports and you don't have a team, bro. I can't. I can't respect your opinion on sports. That means I'm unbiased. That's all that means. No, so that you means you Brando. You were at Drew's. Board. You were at Drew's barbecue's graduation, dog, by the cry saying that you are a Heat fan. You can't nobody tell you that you're not a Heat fan. Drew, you remember that? I know you remember that, Drew. Wait, yeah. what are you talking about? Wait, what? Wait, what? What happened? You were saying I'm a Heat fan. Can nobody tell me I'm not a Heat fan? And now all of a sudden, now, oh no, I don't follow. Back. I mean, I don't have. A I team. was a Heat fan at the time. And I was like, I was like, Brandon, who, who's Ronnie Cycli? And you was like, uh, I don't know him. And everyone started. What? Talking. You said what? What the hell are y'all talking about, man? <laughs> I have no idea what the hell. No Brandon, idea. you definitely said well, this. this at never I promise you. Everybody, it was me. It was me sitting at the table, other Jarrell and Drew, but that's neither here nor there. Let's get no, to no, the no. Point. I'm talking about this. You, did you say about Rodney Stuckley? Did you ask me? Is that who you I said? I said Rodney Stuckley, dog. I said, you know what that is? He said he's a Heat fan. He said, I've been a Heat fan since the 90s. You claim you claimed the Heat fan, bro. You claimed it. At that I never said I was a Heat fan. Since it was the Bimbo Cole. I never said I would never. I would never tell that type of lie. I wasn't a Heat fan since the 90s. I was a Jordan <laughs> fan in the 90s. What do you mean? <laughs> I, 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 I was a Bulls fan in the 90s. I switched my teams. I do what I, I do go with whatever I like at that time. Or I don't have a team at the, at, the, at all. Yes. I don't see a problem with that. And I think I think everybody should operate like that. I don't see why y'all stick with y'all teams that's trash. Especially if you got a trash team, I would leave. I'm not gonna <laughs> sit there and be a be a be a be on the losing franchise and keep rooting for them every year and they keep letting me down every year. And not even just letting me down, not even close. What if you're what if you're from that city? What if you're from that city? Like say Newport it's News. A, yeah, it's different when you're from the city. I, 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 but we from we from the seven five, so we don't have we don't have local teams. So I'm I was just born and raised like, in Houston, Texas. Fuck the Rockets right now. I don't give a damn. Y'all losing all y'all players. The Texas, <laughs> the, the uh, Rockets went from a damn championship contender dog to a fucking first round lottery. I mean, lottery pick. You know, quick, bro. Within the past couple of years, I, I think they're gonna have a fast rebuild. I really do. I think they have a fast rebuild. I, really I mean, John Wall helps. He helps, but they need a lot more pieces than that. They got, they got, they got a few young pieces, and you, you draft right, you get the right draft. They just let go. They let go of Boogie, and they let go of PJ. PJ thirty five. They let go of PJ already. I thought that was just a rumor. They did it. 
No, yeah, they did it. They're in the process of like buying. They said he about to go to Brooklyn. He gonna end up in Brooklyn too. Brooklyn nah, is coming. He coming to Philly. He coming to Philly. No, Brooklyn is y'all. I, I, this is what I don't understand, guys. I, I'm glad we're here. I, I, I've been me- I've been thinking about this. I'm glad. I, I'm glad we we were good, um bringing this up. Why? First of all, I got a question. Do y'all consider the 08 Celtics a super team? I say no. I got a big yeah. argument but, uh, with my, own, see, my home. See, see, before before we start, I, I'm in the group chat with with Tristan. I call him Semantics Man. So he's gonna say like, "There's no such thing as a super team." He don't, okay, he, he, don't, he don't think there's such thing as a super team. There's no. The Nets right now are a super team. The and Heat I, are the first super team. The Heat are the first super team. I'll say the Warriors are the second one, and now the Nets. No, nah, I think mean? I think that I think that 08 Celtics team is a super team. No, Showtime Lakers. No, I don't think I think no, they those drafted those players. Teams. They drafted uh, those players, Drew. I know. It's still I, a, I think it don't this, matter. It's still a super team. When I, I say a super team, the super teams be having two top five players on their on, on in their starting lineup. Super core. Okay. And then and then, uh, and then Lakers. another top fifteen. Is that a super Showtime team? Lakers. Is that a super core? Those are two like team involves like the entire team. No, but if you no, That's but true. if you got if you have three three superstars, you put you you're at a huge advantage. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. Like KD, Steph, and Clay. Like, dog. I knew that. I didn't think anybody was gonna come close to beating the Warriors. You know, I won't. I need. I thought it was. A I wouldn't consider Clay a superstar though. No, yeah. he's not a superstar, but he's a all. He's a star. And then you got yeah. KD and Steph, two superstars. That's what I'm saying. And then, just, and then your third best option is Clay and Draymond. That's a super team. I don't. I, I Draymond think is an option on offense. He's still real. He runs shit. Yes, he, 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 he is ball. offense, though. He is though. Yeah, he can handle the ball. What do you mean? Okay, guys, relax. <laughs> He's Dray- no, y'all are giving Draymond way too much fucking credit. When he was by himself last year, he won't do too much enough. In the fucking I'll say he, he makes the offense. He makes. Oh, yeah, we're not saying he can lead the team. We saying uh, he's, he's. I think yeah, I, now I will give y'all. Option. He's the. He's the heart of the team. I will say well, he's that. The four, I'm just saying he's the fourth option. We'll call him what you want. He's the fourth option. He's a good yeah. fourth uh, And how often does it have to get to the fourth option when they run? <laughs> yeah. Draymond ain't fucking touching the rock. He's a great fourth option. And One of us could have been the fourth option. They would have won. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and, he, and he still feels this. Exactly. And that's my point. When you got three players like that, it, the rest of the team really, you can fill the roster out at that point. You can fill it out. If you got James Harden, Kyrie, and KD. Anybody so to answer your question, yes, I think that 08 Celtics team was a super I think team. they were just a good big three. I don't think they were a super team. I think the Heat were the first super team, followed by the Warriors, followed by the um, the um, the Nets. You let Jarvis tell it. Jarvis will tell you the 2001 Lakers team was a super team when they added Glenn Rice. No, the Lakers did try to make a super team, but those players end up being washed up. When they tried to get Carl Malone and Gary Payton and all that, but they just end up being washed up. And Carmelo missed half the season. Jarvis crazy as hell. I was some Glenn Rice super oh, team. Oh no, Glenn, no, that's Glenn Rice. Like after he left the Hornets, bro. Like Glenn Rice was still a star, bro. He was an All Star the year before. I, I understand now, but Glenn Rice. Oh, yeah, I remember. Ain't no I know fucking, what you're talking. I forgot about. That. I remember that. It sounds funny now, but the year prior to them getting, and I, I know what you're talking about. I remember that conversation we had. <laughs> no, I understand that Jarvis, but he ain't no fucking superstar. <laughs> Glenn Rice ain't no fucking superstar. Let's. Let's cut uh, it was an all star. It was a consistent. He was a perennial all star. Okay, just because you're an all star does not mean you're a superstar. Let's cut it. He was a star. He was a big star. Glenn Rice was a star. I say he was a star, not superstar, but he was a star. Glenn Rice. Yeah, was I mean, a star. he was on. He was on NBA Jam and shit. He was one of the players you could pick on NBA Jam. I'm not trying to play Glenn Rice. I'm just saying, typically the top players on that team, you could pick them. So he was. 
He's one of the players on NBA Jam. Even Mike, even Mike had respect for um Glenn Rice. Mike had a lot of respect. Oh, for real? Glenn Rice. Yeah. We go to Heat. Yeah. Like, yeah, Cooked yeah. his ass like Rice, too, nigga. Fuck out of here. What we got going on today, fellas? Let's get to the topic at hand, man. All right, so I got I got my man Tristan in here because, you know, he big music fan. You know, we, we talk about a lot of music on our group chat. And one of the things that came up, it, one of the things that comes up a lot in our chat is Drake, obviously, you know, the, the biggest rapper in, in the game for some odd years. But if, talking to Tristan, he believes that Drake has been, has underperformed his career, underachieved to where he, where he could go, to where he could go as an artist. Tristan, elaborate, please. You have the floor. You have the floor. Um, so again, I operate, um, when I make an argument or I make a, a, a take or whatever, I operate under the some like a few things can be true at one time, right? Yeah. Like Jarvis said, Drake is, he's been one of the biggest, no, he's been the biggest uh hip hop artist since shit at this point, what, 2011, 2012, like absolutely the biggest, like a decade. Yeah, a good solid run is the biggest uh rap artist um in the world. Um, I think. And I've said this, and the drivers will tell you, I said, I think Drake is one of the more talented musicians we've seen in our lifetimes, regardless of genre. Um, yeah, man, he's a superstar, he, especially in the rap world. Where I, the, I think the underperformance comes from is, is not necessarily commercially, right? Because I think he's performed commercially. I think he's done everything that he was supposed to do as a rap superstar, right? And, and he's a pop star as well, but... I also think on the commercial side, if we compare him to other pop stars and you can make the argument that he's underperformed in that sense. But for me personally, it's mostly in quality. And I think Drake, he's so talented and his production is so great that at, at baseline, he makes good albums, right? Like he can't make anything worse than a good album, right? Well, what I wanna see personally from what I care about as far as music is I wanna see a lot more depth to Drake to where we're not just talking about how well these these songs and these albums are performing, but we're also talking about the impact that they have on rap and just music as a whole. There's no reason why Drake can't make um, an album that resonates beyond just, oh, we danced to that shit, or he has some slaps, or, you know, we got some shit we can, you know, tweet about and get, get these Instagram captions off. Like, I think that's kind of been like the cap for the impact of Drake, right? And I think he has... He's made other impacts, like he's impacted the way that people use melodies and harmonies in, in their hooks and or in their just in their rapping and, and verses as a whole. He's had that like these kind of minimal impacts that are great. I, I won't deny those things, but I do want more from Drake. I want more of an impactful depth to, to Drake to where, you know, like I said, we're not just talking about the commercial performance. We're not just talking about how fun Drake is, but like, yeah, like I want, I want him to make something that resonates, something that I personally can feel, and I, I don't get much of a feeling from Drake's music. I so get, just, I get fun. I definitely get fun. I get like these kind of empty calorie. Like it's like McDonald's, man. Like it's <laughs> like I'm so going to your McDonald's argument. Your, I, Go ahead. So, so what I'm hearing is that your argument is for Drake is that a lot of his music is repetitive, essentially, and it doesn't. It's not speaking about anything. It's just baseline as to what. The, he has the formula and he's continuing to go with what's successful. Yes. And even when it's not, even when it's not repetitive, like he's made some things, he's jumped within genres. He's kind of switched up some sounds, whatever, but the content 
Yeah, so you, yeah, so I'd say you so more so think about what he's talking about is what you want him to talk about other things and change what he's rapping about more so. It, it, you even ha- I don't even think he has to change it. Drake, try- I think Drake makes an attempt to go deep on certain subjects, right? His love life, his relationship with his parents. Uh, definitely now we start talking a little bit more about his son, just about kind of like what's going on in the world in general. Like he gives like these, these small statements to make you think like, hey, he's going deep, but then it's off to the next subject because I don't know if Drake knows how to go deep on these things or if he has that much of a, a depth to him. I've heard, I've listened to like his interviews and I, I really listen to see if there, if he's going to display some of that depth in these interviews, because a lot of times the depth you see in interviews usually resonates in the music in some type of way, because it shows that you're thinking about it and you're processing. So, and I'll bring this up because I don't know if Jarvis, you remember, we were at Buffalo Wild Wings a few years ago. And one of my boys, he had like um, a friend of his who was from, who's, who flew in from Toronto. And she, of course, she's a big Drake <laughs> fan. And we, we, we were talking about how like Drake, he made the statement of like, he wanted more recognition as a black artist. So my question is like, when do you address things that black people deal with? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Outside of, oh, I should get more recognition because I'm Drake and I'm super successful. Yeah, but that's about you. When do you discuss black issues that have nothing to do with Drake? You know what I'm saying? With some type of depth and substance. Like, nah, the world is fucked up right now. You know what I'm saying? And usually, like for, for decades, our biggest artists, our biggest black artists have sacrificed part of like their commercial content to address things that are happening amongst black people or just yeah. happening amongst marginalized people in the world. Like, you can't name a super big artist who hasn't addressed these things at the highest levels. Beyonce, Rihanna, Kendrick. Even Michael Jackson, dog. Like, these are the biggest artists in the world, so you can't I mean, you know, that. even on an up-and-coming, you know, Lil Baby, you know, absolutely, that was one of his. Absolutely, yeah. her, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't say shit, uh, Corday, like, you can't say that, they're like, you have to choose one or the other. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think Drake, and I think he has the talent, and it's why I'm so hard on Drake, I guess, and I have to kind of check myself on that. It's because I think he just has a talent. I want to see my most talented artists, our most talented artists, take use every inch of their genius. And I don't think he uses every inch of his genius. I think Anderson Pack gets every bit of his genius. Every yeah, inch of, of his genius, he uses every shit, every piece of that. And I think Drake holds some shit back, either because he doesn't want to or he does not know how to. So that's what Drake true. Yeah, I feel like, to be honest, I feel like that's a fair argument. Like, I thought he was going to come in here and say some wild shit, to be honest, but <laughs> I, feel like, <laughs> I feel like that's a fair argument. I mean, I come from the 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 place where I don't expect superstars to to have to talk about, like, real issues going in. Like, I don't expect that from, like, sports superstars. Music, I don't expect that from them. Uh, but I don't, I don't blame anyone for having that opinion. Like, if if you feel like they, because they have the voice and the platform, then they should use it. Then you know, I, I definitely can see your point of view. Um, just me personally, I don't believe that. But uh, I guess for me, it's like if he's not, if someone isn't passionate about it, then I don't feel like they should just go out there and say some bullshit just to yeah, yeah. just to do it. Yeah. And I feel like that's where I feel like Drake just isn't passionate about some of these things. Like people Why said the same thing about on the scenes. We don't know. Could be, but people said the same thing about Jordan for years. Like Jordan wasn't really doing something, but when he got older, 
And like, you know, when he was retired, then he started like giving back things like that. So I feel like it's just, you know, maybe it comes with time. Maybe it just hits people at different times, but Man, I think um, he gives back. I mean, I'm not gonna say I like the man don't give back. He made God's plan video. He was giving back. I'm not talking about giving back. I was just using that as a. I was using that as a metaphor. Brando's Jordan. childish. Jordan is saying, I think Drake is a. I mean, I no, I understand what, what Tristan's saying though. Don't get me wrong. I understand exactly what you're saying, but this is not. I think Drake. This is just who he is. What we what we get from it. This is just who he is. He uh, like I. I think he is true to himself. I think his music is true to him, but I just this he's this is what he is. This is what he talks about. This is what he thinks about. This is what he, you know what I mean. I think. This and, to is be, it. and to be honest, let's keep it real. All those like black power tracks, nobody listens to those. Stop, like, see, that's you got to stop. You got to stop doing no, that. Though. No, people. When was the last time you listened to Bigger Picture? The little baby just went diamond off. off when was the last off. time you listened to it? I'm just I'm asking go, you a question. I mean, what are you talking about? He did. It just when, was just was on Instagram. He just went diamond off of that track, dude. Just answer my question. When's the last time yeah, he, he, he has a he has a diamond single, Brandon? Well, look it up. This guy won't answer it. Hey guys. <laughs> uh, well, I'm sorry. What'd you say? Say it again. When's the last time any of y'all listened to Bigger Picture? Uh, I listened to it maybe a month ago. Okay. When I was working out. And it came on shuffle, probably right. Yeah, I mean, I have it in my uh, library. Okay, okay. Let, that's a, you're proving my point. Nobody is going to go and let... But I'm saying, though, when it first came out, I was listening to it repetitively. Let me, yes, let me but, jump in on that point. Um, yeah, I think I think a lot of the recent things that we've heard maybe may not carry the same, like... It may not have the same longevity as some of the other songs we're talking about, but if we want to extrapolate this towards, like, the past five decades... Some of the most famous songs in the history of American music have been black protest songs. Going on. Yeah. I think Sam Cooke, Change Is Gonna Come, might be the greatest song ever made. You know what I'm saying? What's Going On is one of the more famous commercially. Oh, yeah. That's because Malcolm X got in his ass. That's, that's why I had to make it. <laughs> it's different with singing than like. No, you're ignorant, dog. Like right the power. <laughs> no, no, yeah, but back, I'm talking about recent, oh, in, oh, recent oh, times. Police, uh, like I, I can keep naming, like the day the niggas took over. You know what I'm saying from the chronic, like. Yeah, I'm talking about recent, recent times. Though. And then I'm saying, like, I, and I think the the gap there is that a lot of our recent artists just don't have the soul. And it, I get this. This doubles back to Drake. Is I don't think Drake has the soul. Like he has the talent. He has. The melodies he has all of the look of a soulful artist it just does it doesn't show up in the content i just think i, I think he's very soulful. i just think he doesn't like like they say he doesn't place use that soul to maybe touch on the issues you may want him to touch on but I what is, y'all I think mean, it's about y'all think it's about racial thing i don't think he, i don't think it's anything i just think that's not what he do i don't think he uses that soul to touch on anything i think he uses the talent to touch on things and but like soul is when you feel it like hey if you're going to talk about the girl you dated in atlanta you know saying uh when and back in 2013 do it soulfully do it to the point where i can feel it and i can relate like, i'll okay, say this i'll say this most people do feel it you know what i'm saying I think, I'm, I think and i'm not saying i'm one of those people and i'm not one of those talent. i'm not saying i do but the masses the masses really feel them like they did really, you feel? Did you did you feel? People really know what I'm saying. They really relatable to them. I never want to hear anything from from Scorpion. I didn't. I didn't feel. I, like again, it's, <laughs> I don't it's listen to Drake either. So I I agree with what you're saying, 
But go more like no, no, more, go ahead, Tristan. Go ahead. You about to say something? No, no, no. Like jaded, jaded is a good song. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it is, it is melodic. If if I'm listening to a song on Scorpion, which is not a lot, jaded is one of the songs that's gonna come up, and it, it, it fulfills a very short time, space in my life. So like for the whatever, how many four minutes fifty seconds it lasts, like I'm jamming. Once it's over, I'm done. But like song cry. If I hear song, if I think about song cry in my head right now, which is not that far, not that different as far as content, I'm thinking about song. I'm thinking of the first time I heard that fucking song, the time I heard him uh, perform, the two times I heard it performing live. I'm thinking about the unplug. I'm thinking about so many things. I'm thinking about the girl I cheated on when I was 16. You know what I'm saying? Like there's so many emotions that come with it. With Jaded is just like. I'm just watching a dude kind of give me fake emotion for four minutes and like, and yeah. Oh. Thing. But hold on. Like, I, but I, I think, I think it. that I, I could be wrong. I just, I'm saying, you personally don't feel it. But I, but I, I think, yeah, but, but I think people, that goes back to the repetitive thing though, Tristan, because I think everything ain't for everybody. He just don't, that's all it is. Well, no, but I think, I think that the difference is with Drake is that Drake continues to make the jadeds over and over and over and over again. We've heard it since. Thank me later. Take care. So far gone. We, we what do you mean? It. He's talking about his life. I, mean, I, I understand, and I'm not against it. I like it. I, me personally, I like it. But I don't think Drake's music is that repetitive. I mean, Damn, Brandon, no, can you let me finish? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> but for somebody, but for somebody like Tristan, who who may not, you know, necessarily like that, you know, what I'm saying it's no, no, not going to resonate. It. No, well, no, yeah, no. What, what, yeah. Well, maybe it's not. It's not going to resonate. You know, what I'm saying as much as. You know what I'm saying? A, a song cried by one by an artist like Jay-Z who's done it maybe like one time, it hits a little harder. Cause you never you never seen that aspect of that of that artist. Good point. I love Jay, I love Drake's music like I love nuggets from McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? Especially when they hitting. I'm like, hey, this shit is hitting. Like, man, it's it's very hard to make something as good as this. Is is that when I'm done eating it, I'm not thinking about those nuggets anymore. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's kind of like a lot of Drake songs. Like Drake has songs that I absolutely love. Controller, I, I have memories that come with Controller. I love that fucking song. You know what I'm saying? He's getting that dirty wine. I don't think he does it on a consistent enough level, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> For the things that I care about. And I understand I'm not speaking about the masses. I'm speaking about me and this is how I view Drake. Is I'm more of a fan of Drake's songs than Drake because I don't think but what I'm looking for in an artist, like this, I don't think there's much there to like really make me feel something. And my favorite artist will always make me feel something. And Drake is still one of my favorite artists because he's just that talented. But he Drake's also knows that time. he just doesn't make me feel much of anything. Drake's not one of my favorite so artists. Do you, do, you think, do you think Drake is vulnerable in his records? Let's, yeah, let's, let's speak to the vulnerability. Yeah. Yeah, sure. You know what I'm saying? I, I think he's vulnerable, um, but I also think it's performative. You know what I'm saying? He's he's being vulnerable, but he's also holding something back to where he's not that. He's never gonna look like he's on a losing end. Yes. And so look, and I, why would he do that? Y'all y'all think I'm crazy? But the best vulnerable songs do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Hove, just, Hove don't do that. I don't see Hove acting like maybe on 44. four. But that's and, when he was like 52 years old. But Hove, when he was young, won't make himself like rapping as if he lost anything. And that's and that was the and that was one of the biggest criticisms that people who really okay. love this and talk about this had about Jay Z, is that he didn't he he showed vulnerability on Reasonable Doubt to a certain degree, not not that, that much. Then it's Blueprint, then it's I guess Black Album, 
And then you don't really get a lot of vulnerable Jay-Z until 444. You know, but there are gaps in his catalog where he, and again, my favorite rapper of all time, you know what I'm saying? There, there's gap, that's the big gap in his catalog is that a lot of his songs are, you know, it's uber capitalism, uber misogyny, I'm big bad Jay-Z, I'm the man, I'm the biggest drug dealer, I'm the richest dude. Yeah, and it's great. It jams, it slaps. That's but right. A lot. Some of those songs don't resonate as much as they should because there's not a lot of feeling there. And the, the songs that we, the albums we remember most from Jay Z are the ones with feeling. Uh, and I, I haven't gotten that from Drake. You think J Cole has that? I think he tries his best. You know what I'm saying? I think he tries his best. And again, my, <laughs> I, I've already, I've already talked about. Uh, a basketball team that one of y'all loves heavily. I talked about Drake and I don't. Ooh, J Cole. That's that's hitting the Holy Trinity, man. Somebody want to fight? Uh, no, <laughs> I, love, I love Cole. I There's think, only I one way to fight. Look, man. Look, because like for me, th this is where the separation and the bias comes in for Cole with me. Like growing up, you know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't a drug dealer, so I couldn't relate to the drug dealer rappers. And like Cole was like the first rapper I, I, that I feel like represented like my demographic. Of, of man so that's why i think i kind of like i, I peg cole up a lot higher than maybe i should maybe be a little bit biased but i think no, kanye I mean, is that person that you that you think cole is well maybe not for you but i'm saying the first rapper like that for, for a lot of people yeah for you know i think people. kanye was the first like to usher in like the that that's that's you know non-street shit being the main no, I, I, I remember listening to College Dropout for the first time, dog. That shit was such a a, a breath of fresh air. Like even listening to it now, it was like it was, it was crazy. Cause that was like that was coming off the hills of the G Unit. Everyone was super thugged out. Like you had to be shot to get signed. Yeah. And like Kanye just came through and took the game in another direction. Yeah, it's so sad. That's, but no, but I don't like any of them to be honest with you. I don't like. Uh, well, I'm not gonna say I dislike, but I'm not a big fan of Drake. I'm not a big fan of J Cole. Um, not not a big fan of Kendrick Lamar, and people think I'm crazy for it. Like you have to be fans of one of those people. And I don't. I think there's a lot of people like me who don't listen to it. You think Future's better than all of them? I enjoy his music much more easily. Yes, it, it's Future. I feel something when I listen to Future. That's just me, though. I don't, and I know a lot of people. I think, I think when it's all said and done, like you know how we have our top fives, like. Biggie, mm -hmm. Jay-Z, Nas. I think like when it's these younger dudes, like Future's gonna be like the GOAT to them. Or or, or in their yeah, top. He already is. I just want to be trying to tell you, he already is. So Future's I, I, already I home. That. Future's already a legend. This this he's it's to that to to the people like myself that listen to that, he already he already is that. He's in so for you, let me ask you a question, Brenda. Why do you why do you resonate more to future than you would to a Drake? Is it is it because of the content of like what future's talking about? It just I, I don't know why because I, because I'm I'm just trying to paint a picture for myself because like it's all just, future's content is toxic as fuck. It's not true. <laughs> see, that, and that's that's the misconception. That's the misconception. Brando, <laughs> you really gonna sit up here on a podcast with four other dudes and try to not and we're not gonna act like future's content isn't toxic. I mean, he's not. It's just. It's, I mean, he's a regular. He, he's no more than any other rapper, but. He makes heartfelt music. Is all I'm saying. He like he 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 makes heartfelt. Did music. you just say Future makes heartfelt music? Yes, I know that. You, I, listen, I'm not expecting you to. I'm not expecting you to understand. But I'm yes to answer your question. Yes, absolutely. I can name tons of heart, uh, songs where 
I've listened to Future and Shed Tears. Yes. What song? What song, dog? Uh, I can go there. I can give you a list of songs. Hey, um, I want I want to hear your list when after we're done with the podcast. Matter of fact, throw a couple songs out for people to listen to. We're gonna revisit this next. Where we're future or we're more introspective future or heartfelt future. Um, yes. Some more a song called "Some More" on Beast Mode Two. Um, Red Light on Beast Mode Two. Uh, when I was broke, Fez did a sweep. Uh, My Savages. I can go on and on and on. My Savages. I I am gonna go listen to all these songs, Brando. I mean, listen, it may not, but listen, it might not hit you the same. I understand. So the fe- but when some I'm saying- Fez did a sweep, made you cry, huh? My Fez did that. Is it not? I don't. I forgot. I, I'm Red Light. Yeah, that, boy right. lost his, that boy lost his work. <laughs> crying. Hey, who among us has not cried to a uh, young nigga move that dope, man? Who among us? I don't love that song though. You see what I'm saying? That's for the that's for the that's for the for the fans. You know, I like people that love future don't love future for songs like that. You know what I mean? People that actually like real future fans that actually love like his everybody. But, that's all I'm saying. Like we don't. The singles is just the singles. I don't even look at. I don't. He is toxic though, Brando. You can't deny it. Wait, his behavior? Can't no, his uh, his music is toxic. Yeah, his his all of, all of his the content. All of the above. I mean, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, We're not saying every single song, but majority. But, like, hey, hey, guess what? Guess that's what? what I'm saying. So, do you enjoy oh, yes, the I'm toxic? toxic? Yes, I'm toxic. I relate to a lot of. So yeah. you and so that's the why, that's the reason why you relate it's more. Not to the, no, that's a part of it. I, I relate to the toxic, the toxicness. I relate to the struggle. I relate to the um, braggadocious shit. I love the music. I love the melody. I love it all. I just like this. What I this what I'm into. No, the I listen to Big Pimpin', dog. Talk. I like. I'm into that. No, oh, I drove from Dallas to Houston today, dog. I listened to Big Pimpin', uh, like the unedited version. It was so cringeworthy, bro. I don't know. Yeah. I'm older now. I'm like that. Like, bad, uncomfortable. Like, yo, these dudes really out here like treating women. Like, it was wild, like, dog. Like this going in. And I'm like, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, it's big pimping. <laughs> <laughs> so Tristan, right now, who 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 would be like your top five artists right now? Uh, we speaking just rap or we's artists in general? I just, go. I mean, well, you, we can we can stick it straight to rap. We can stick with rap. Um, right now, um, so two different lists. We talking about my favorites, and we talking about my top artists who are like just active. Um, I don't even feel like ranking, but like Freddie Gibbs. Uh, is there Anderson Pack? I put him in every single genre. Um, I've been on a big Anderson Pack run last week or so. Um, I mean, Kendrick, my favorite rapper, just act, but he, you know, he hasn't dropped anything since 2018. Yeah. yeah. Um, shit. I mean, still active though. I can't think of nobody right now. Um, yeah, man, Gibbs, Pusha T. I'm just I'm fucking drawing a blank, man. I'm looking. No, nah, you're good. You're good. What? So one question. What are you? What are you? What's your thoughts on Tupper Brother? Uh, Butterfly. My thoughts on Tupper Butterfly are, man, I I think it's one of the best albums of of our. Oh my god! Here we go. He one of these niggas, man. I, <laughs> one of these niggas. It, that, that's me. <laughs> I also I also understand why a lot of people don't. It doesn't resonate with some people. I get it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think artists, artists who like really try to like have their music mirror like their thoughts in their life. Like there's certain albums they have to put out. You know what I'm saying? And you think about, if I think about what Kendrick was post Good Kid, Mad City and the things that he, he kind of went through mentally and physically was happening with people around him. Supreme Butterfly was a natural album that just, it had to come out. You know what I'm saying? It is dense. It is a tough listen. 
Uh, it is very tough. Listen, it's a tough. Listen. It's like lemonade. Like lemonade, as great as lemonade is, I can't just be like, <laughs> no. It's like you talking about Beyonce's lemonade. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm talking about, yeah, I'm like, man, I'm just not just gonna throw lemonade on to get the party jump. Like, it's just not one of those albums. It's tough listening, you know, because there's a lot of emotion that come with it. It's. I think all great artists drop a dud though. Uh, to, to be fair, to be fair, it's a dud. It's a dud. It's a dud. No, it's it's a dud. It's a big dud. I'm gonna go ahead and give it a big dud, and then just like more life, it's a big. Like big, for me, more life like, is a big dud. Put more life into pimp. More life is not more life. I like more life. More life in paragraph. Y'all stop the shit. More life is a big fucking dud. Revisit more life. Revisit anyway. But I was gonna say that, like to me. When you talk about like you talk about Drake, like you need to be have a deep album where we need to feel it and all that stuff. To me, at the end of the day, it's all about sounding good. To Pimp a Butterfly, yeah, he was deep, it's dense, but it shit don't sound good to me. So it's like you <laughs> can have all this content fact. and all this stuff, but if that's it doesn't sound good, it had a lot of pop. Yeah, that yeah, shit was trash. Was, it was funny. For our pop, yeah, right. pop to shit, it was good for this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. That, that shit was. It, Shit made me uh it, it made me tap a toe, man. Like this I don't tap a toe. I don't I don't I won't I won't I, won't, I don't agree with that, but you know, each his own, man. Yeah, that's definitely the, uh, yeah, the, the title and, of this and that's pod. How you gotta look at it. Tap a toe. That's how you gotta look at music, man. What'd you say, Jerome? I said that's definitely yeah, the title I mean, of this pod. Yeah, like yeah. like Brando said to each his own. I mean, music is I mean, that's it's what's so great about music. It's not gonna it's subjective, you know. Like when I be t- when uh, I be coming in here talking to Jarella um, Jarvis about money, man, he really makes me mad. If he really upsets me because he, like, I understand why Jarvis likes what he likes and things like that, and I hate that he just doesn't get the other side of things. I hate that he he thinks like you're not deep. Like he thinks stuff like money, man, or future isn't deep or they're not introspective and stuff, which it is. They are, and I, I just hate that. I hate that misconception, especially money, man. You talk I, money, I like man money, is, man. He, be, you know, you listen I, to him, right? Yeah, doesn't I do. his contact be talking about how to make money? Like literally, though, not like. No, I mean it does. Like, it's money, yeah. man. that's what he's supposed to do. Though. I don't get yeah. it. <laughs> I like money. Man. <laughs> What'd you say? He's money man. I don't get it, dog. But I mean, but Brando, Brando, I think more so what we're saying is that I'm not running to a money man track to get some introspective music. I'm not doing it. Yeah. Every rapper in the world is talking about making money. Take a. Take a pack. No, it, I'm not talking it. it, but see this one. No, I'm not. See, I'm talking about literally like the stock investments. The stock market. Uh, yeah, stock all of that shit. Yeah, like he literally mm. be teaching all of that shit in his music. <laughs> I guess I've been asleep, dog. I gotta <laughs> check him out. Uh, no, I've been telling you that for you. I've been telling you that ever since I've been a part of the show. I've been telling you that. <laughs> no, so Tom, before we get you out of here, Tristan, dog. So what's that? Talk about the misogyny and what's that song we was talking about? Is it Hotline Bling at the time or Hotline Bling? Yeah. I like I like Bling is as patriarchal. Also, I also think it's Drake's best song. <laughs> like I think it's I the song that like that elicits the most of his talents. But like man, that shit is it is it, super patriarchal and it's 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 super toxic. You know, it, it's what Drake does best is dress up a lot of problematic. What's so, topic, like, what's so toxic about Hotline Bling? Why is that toxic? Yeah, you, you ever listen? You ever look at the lyrics? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, hot, just, Hotline Bling is super it, toxic, dog. He just makes it sound lovely. But you don't wearing, even think about it. Wearing less and going out more. That can only mean one thing. What's he saying? What's the song? He <laughs> said, bling, bling, bling. What's so, to- well, I'm, what's so toxic about it? No, educate me. The general just look at the- behind Hotline Bling is that some woman that he used to mess with uh, has been like going out and living, basically living her life independent of him. 
<laughs> and this this upsets him. Like, yeah. hang, hanging out with people I don't know. Who the fuck are you, Aubrey? <laughs> like, who the fuck? Uh, I, I, yeah, I know what you're in the verses. <laughs> like, you say about hiding girl, Katie. Texas. But Drake uh, Drake has another uh, toxic song off of fucking um Dark Lane demo tapes. What's the shit? The hiding girl uh, in Katie, Texas. Yeah, Katie, Texas, <laughs> Dallas, Texas. What's that song? That's not so tough. It is so tough, but he's ODing. How you want to hide your girl away from the world, dog? Really? What do you mean? People try to take... Everybody had a time. People try to take your girl. All right, you I'm not hiding, hiding my girl, dude. You mean she can be taken, she's not yours. If she can be taken, she's not yours. Hey, like there's no men in Katy, Texas, dog. I live right over here by Katy, Texas. <laughs> 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 you know? He's saying y'all ain't no threat. Y'all, you go, go be maybe, maybe, maybe he's trying to keep her safe. You ever think about that? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just saying. There's hey, uh, Tristan, did you listen to Scary Hours too? I did. Well, how you feel about that? Just repetitive. Uh, yes, yeah, same. Cool. It's, it's cool. Not repetitive. <laughs> I, thought, um, I, I thought the first two um, good songs. I, again, like Drake's gonna give you good songs. Like Raw, I think Raw, I thought, Ross and Drake don't miss though. Oh no, no, they don't. No, was, they I, don't I, miss I, though. They're undefeated though. They're eighty-two and zero though. They don't. They don't Ross, ver- the Ross verse wasn't needed though. Yeah, we, we could have he could have kept that verse, but like I thought like Drake went the fuck off uh in Lemon Pepper Field. Yeah, he did. Now, now you're talking. On, <laughs> now you're talking interested. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he went off for four minutes straight. He went the fuck off. Um yeah, he went and if I just leave it there, then yeah, he went the fuck off. And I love Lemon Pepper Freestyle. It's my I struggle when I start like thinking about what else could go here? Like, what else could he have talked about? How deep could he have gone? And I have to get out of that shit and just kind of have fun with it. Just enjoy the music, man. Yeah, just enjoy the no, music. No, he, he went a little deep, though. Talking about he was trying to have parent-teacher conference uh conference with it about his kid and they asked him. That's and he tough. Turned that into that a was tough, that though. That was shit. tough, though. I like that, though. I like the other end before recess is over. That was tough. Uh, yeah. That was tough. Yeah, he was getting That up. was tough. That was tough. He, that was tough, though. That was hard. Hey, he's trying to get reports on his kids and people asking him about Beyonce and shit. He ain't trying to hear that. He went fuck off on that. I, he went off. But you're, rapping on you that. just got to get what you get from Drizzy. Drizzy Drake Rogers, is that what they call him? You get what you get from Drizzy Drake Rogers. Drizzy Drake. <laughs> <laughs> they can take it back to, they can take it back to 08. <laughs> get what you Brando, get from Brando, Brando cool. i say this though. Um, on a scale of one to 10, I'm I'm about a seven on like being excited for Certified Lover Boy. Certified Lover Boy. That, that's funny just to hear people call that. Just uh... it, it, I'm I'm about a, a good seven. Like I, I'm again based on what I think Drake can deliver at like his peak. I don't know if I'm gonna get it. You know, what I'm I, I just think Drake's too successful at this point to like care. You know, what I'm saying about elevating like his content, elevating his catalog, elevating like his legacy and shit like that. I think he feels as he does it. He probably feels that he's doing that. I'm <laughs> sure he does. I'm sure he does. And in a way he is, you know what I'm saying? Like he, he's going to go down as one of the, the biggest artists of the 21st century. Um, and I think he deserves to go down as that. I think, again, and it, but a thing that disappointed me because I know Drake cares about this shit. You know what I'm saying? I know he cares. I, I know he's a rap nerd. You know what I'm saying? I, I know that he knows that every other great, super great artist, great rapper has that that project, that that piece of work that you can hold up and be like, this is a crown jewel. And I don't I don't think he has that. I think he has shit that we love, that we care about, and that kind of reminds us of, of about time. I've heard a lot of people say that, though. 
but you're not putting up, you're not even putting up Take Care against, you know, some of the greatest rap albums that we've ever heard. Like, you you won't do that, not song for song. I think, I think he will put Take Care with some of the- um... No, I mean, I, I've heard people say that Drake doesn't have a certified classic, like a certified, like- Ill man, reasonable yeah, like, now. Yeah, he doesn't have a does. certified statement. Take care, and um, I think take care is a classic. I think take care. But is I, a I personally, I personally think Drake is the greatest artist of all time. I think take care is a classic. I, I'm but, not a big fan, but I think take care is a. But classic. I, all right, Brando. But when we when we put the greatest albums of all time, you know, whether it be hip hop or just albums in general, I don't think take care is getting a lot of albums out of the paint. I mean, it depends on who you're asking. I think it would. Drake probably. I mean, Drew probably would think it does. And let me ask y'all this. Let me ask y'all this before we wrap this show up. Do you think that my, my biggest, like we all, we can talk about Drake, but the, the most I've been disappointed in Drake was the Pusha T situation. I feel like we all know Pusha T is a, a high caliber MC. Yeah, I think Drake was weak. And, and, and I just wanted Drake to respond to that so we could, I, I wanted more from that battle as, like, as a hip hop fan. Like, I, I feel like that was Drake's moment to me to like really throw his hat you know, in the ring, like, you know what, I'm well, on apparently, He had one in the chamber, right? He had one in the chamber, but uh, Jay Prince told him not to release it, correct? Yeah. He should have released it. That, I, that, I, I honestly think he was going, I honestly think he was going to talk about smashing Kim. He's going to say something. It was about to get ugly. Yeah. I think uh, yeah, it was going to get honestly, ugly. Like, Jay Prince, Jay Prince told him you can't release that. He said that's why, hey, it. listen, I, I listen, and that's why I don't like Jay Prince. Jay Prince, that some shit happens. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. We live in Houston, dog, you don't. Hey, 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 Jay Prince. known, Tristan Jones has nothing. Jay Prince, you don't fear me. You know, you don't put any fear in my heart. No, no. They're going to fly out to Virginia, dog. Brando going to be on camera on World Star, dog. Listen, dog. Listen, Brando. Brando, listen, bro. I played to Jay Prince's nephew went to my school. I've seen some things that happened. Don't do it. Don't go down this road, bro. I don't yeah, I, I know. I'm just joking. I have no <laughs> I know all about Jay Prince. I really do. No, seriously, I know all about Jay Prince. I know the history. You got really... right, dog. No, no, no. I didn't play. I didn't play. He, he be ruining stuff from for me sometimes. Like as fans, he just takes away big moments I could have had as fans when he wants to be, you know, and snick his nose in all the time and come in with that voice, pigs, pigs, pen and play pen. And, you know, and when you're getting muddy and all that shit, and then ruined. I think I think Drake and Pusha could have been. Of one of the best battles ever, or up there, it would have been. Dog. I think, I think Drake. Battle. I think Drake loses that battle. I think though. he was prepared to go too. If oh, he was more than he was. He was more than prepared to go. He's going to be a slow song. People forget the, that that song was like not even like because Pusha was, was the pre- yeah, like yeah, layer yeah. by layer. Like this is to yeah, be exactly. Yeah, exactly. Pusha was ready to go. It was, it was going to be a bad, bad year for for Drake. A lot of things but, I think would have been really all think if we keep it if we keep it real. I'm about to be biased. Story Adidon really wasn't that great. He just had like a haymaker, and that was, and it just shot. But it, the it wasn't that great. I disagree. I disagree. Time out, I disagree. Time out, time out, time out. Back to back, Drew. Up. A lot of people said that years from now, because remember how when Ether dropped, and I'm the biggest Nas fan ever. But like when it was just the the sensation with the the shock value of it, here for the first time, like they called Jay Z a Tybo ho, like a dick sucking lips. Like, but as you get older, you listen to the takeover when Jay Z just spitting facts. Well, which is some spitting facts. And then you, and then you look, listen to Ether, where it's like, okay, you call Jay Z a tie ho, you call him a dick sucking lips. You saying all like all this stuff It's like, all right, it's cool for that time period. It didn't really age to me. 
I'm the biggest Nas fan. Ether is people use the word ether to describe like this song. Exactly. So it's a classic, and it still holds weight to this day. Period. Hit 'em up wasn't a lyrical miracle exercise. It's still a great diss song. Doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be the best lyrical song. If it's if it's impactful and the people laugh at it or enjoy it, <laughs> one that fact. Yeah. Like when you think of back to back, when you think of back to back, it isn't the best yeah. you know song ever. But when people exactly. think about that, they think about Drake dissing shit. Oh, like that 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 song got so big, bro. That it became a hit. And like I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's a diss record anymore, dog. This is a, another Drake hit. Yeah, I'm gonna good. remember where I was when back to back dropped. I'm gonna remember where I literally where I was sitting and laying down. I did too. I remember where yeah, I was. Dawn came out. Like I remember. Like I remember. Like to the moment. Like yeah, I remember it. It's like that, and that the moment matters. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. It matters. Yeah. <laughs> All right, dog. Well, we appreciate you, dog. You know what I'm saying? All right, Tristan. Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate y'all having me, man. I heard All something. Right, I, I didn't need to hear, but you know, it'd be like that, man. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, no doubt, bro. Yeah. Yo. Hey, Jarvis. I have, I have a bone to pick with you. I don't like when you you keep skipping the introduction of our show. Why don't you want to introduce us? There's no introduction. You know we still on right now, dog. I know. <laughs> We didn't, we, didn't, we didn't even get introduced. I like to hear what you guys were doing this weekend and, and to hear all of these things. And you're always skipping our introduction. The people want an introduction from us. We're going to talk about that during the, what you've been on. No, yeah. I'm just saying we we used to, Jarvis used to introduce us, uh, ask us how our weekend was and things Drill, like that. Uh, but Jarrell uh, told me to stop doing that. Like, y'all, people don't want to hear about how our weekend No, was, yeah, well, bring that back, please. No, Jarrell, don't skip that. That's very important. Introduce well, us. I mean, Drew, for the last two months, said nothing. I didn't do nothing. Well, then, well then, everything I, I had it, but now I had this. The first time yeah. I did something, you just skip it. The first time I did something, <laughs> <laughs> don't introduce us. Okay, hey, no, but for real, I think I think the the Drake the Drake conversation is very interesting. I never really thought about that argument from Tristan though, as far as Drake, you know, not really uh, discussing black issues and things like that. That's the first time I ever heard that. No, so that, was, that, was, that was good. That was good perspective. Dog, we had, we had spent many happy hours. Like, this, I love listening to, to pick his mind about music and, you know, basketball and all that. Like, this dude with um, coach for one year, decided to coach basketball and, like, led his team to, like, a state championship. He was a sister on those teams, you know. So, he, he orchestrated a lot of that. So, that's tough. Yeah, man. But, you know, it was good to hear his perspective on things. So, do y'all want to do, like, the, y'all want to go back to topics or y'all want to, like, get straight to what you've been on? Get straight to the what you've been on. I mean, I don't, I don't really know. Unless y'all got something. Well, Brand, Brando, you got something? Oh, yeah. Brando said he had something on his mind earlier. Uh, he, he probably wanted to re revisit the Money Man comments. What do you think on my mind? Wait, y'all, wait, wait, what's going on right now? <laughs> Brando, Brando, you said you had something on your mind when I talked to you on the phone. Did you want to dive into that? No, I didn't, I didn't tell you that, Drew. I didn't know what I said. No, I don't no, have anything. I don't have anything. What do you mean? Cap it now that we're on the pod. Go ahead, Brando. The floor is yours. Brando gets basketball, dog. No, I, I get it. I get don't it. Get, <laughs> don't get basketball. Don't get basketball, dog. But hey, there's some things I did want to discuss with you guys, though. Give me one moment. Give me one brief moment, please. Brando's flustered. No, I'm not flustered. Hey, what's next is going to be another hit too. It's like what, already like, starting to already starting to be oh, like number one. I want to tell you guys, I'm sick of um. I heard comments from Nas, and I heard comments from um. What's that? Oh, oh, by the way, Brando, you owe Jarvis an apology. 
Aries Spears, what are Travis apology for? Uh, Nas won Rap Album of the Year, Grammy. Why do I owe apology for that? Because you said he's not doing it. You said he's not going to win. Grammy and it came in and went like nobody's going to care about it. Yeah, you said that. It's a Rap Album of the Year. I said, wait, 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 what did I say? You said nobody's going to care about Kings' thing. Like, it doesn't mean it's just, it came in and went. Remember we talked about like the media and it came and went, but it won the Grammy. We need to. We, I need to see, understand the context of the context of what y'all said. That. You said that you said King's Disease album is going to come and go. You said nobody's going to care about this album, and the album won a Grammy as the best rap album of the year. So yeah, this could, not, you, could you say we put too much emphasis about Hit Boy being producing it and everything like that? You said y'all are putting too much emphasis on that. That doesn't matter. Da, da, da. It's gonna. It came and that that album came and went. I never. That's not what. Yeah, y'all y'all definitely missing. We need to have Andy start rolling the tape back, dog, during these podcasts. No, I, I remember you talking talk about the Migos album, and I said I'm the last one with um the culture too. Culture too. Yeah, I said yeah. culture too. I said it came and it went. He was like, "Well, King's Disease is on the coming. It's on the go. It came and already. It dropped last week, and no one cares about it anymore." You did say that. Well, culture too didn't come and go neither. I, I got it. Like I said, I got to understand in the context of what I was saying because I do remember saying those things. But I, I think I was trying to make a. I was, I was making a point. But no, I, I didn't. I, I knew people like King Disease. I, I always knew that people like that album. Oh yeah, and Brando, you owe me an apology. What are you apology for? Because Kanye won Best Gospel Album of the Year. You said Kanye didn't release no gospel albums. He didn't release no gospel albums. I did, <laughs> you no, said I said, like, you said like two episodes ago. You said he only released one, and you was like, "Don't nobody know the name of the other one." He did. And it won. It won. It won Gospel Album of the Year. Uh, he won for Jesus is King. Oh, he did. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, he, no, he, but he, he, Snoop Dogg released a gospel album. He did, and it was actually pretty good. Snoop Dogg's I heard it. Snoop needs to stop releasing albums. Period. This man released a reggae album, gospel. Just shut up. And people have been attacking Snoop lately. Don't do that, bro. Don't do that, bro. People have been attacking Snoop lately, y'all. Who? A lot of people. Why? He was being very, made disrespectful comments about, what's the word? What's the word I want to say? I guess about bigger women. He made some disrespectful comments about bigger women. And um, they say he's a very mis misogynistic type of guy, and but he's like he gets away with it. He's like you know what I'm saying. He's like America's uncle and kind of gets away with it. Um, similar to what you were saying about um, listening to Big Pimp, but people don't you know what I mean? It's just he's he, he has he's he's been saying a lot of things that people that are cancel worthy lately. Remember we remember we was mad about people were mad at him for the Gail Sayers thing. I mean what's that lady's name? Not Gail Sayers. Gail Gail King. <laughs> Yeah, Gail King. <laughs> what? Right over here talking about football and <laughs> dead football players, dog. Remember he went on on Gail King and people didn't like, you know, calling the lady, calling the lady, you know. Um, I don't know. Gail, Gail King kind of deserved that. I mean, she no woman deserves to get called a bitch, but she kind of deserved the backlash that she got as far as. Oh, I remember that, dog. Remember when she was talking about Kobe, you know, did he rape? Yeah, you know, rape. I'm like, I said that King's disease. What the fuck is going on with Hell King? You said what? Nah, I said that on King's disease, dog. So yeah, you should know about this then. Yeah. Did, did you feel that, Jarvis? Did that when when he said that? Did you did you feel something inside? I thought like Nas did it in a more tasteful oh. way. Like, what the fuck is going on with Gail King? Yeah. I like yeah, she, she, that was very un you know, untimely death of Kobe and very untasteful for her to do that. Very, yeah, yeah, very, very. Um, 
Yeah, but I'm just saying Snoop's reaction called. Yeah, but I agree. Two, th they both were wrong in my opinion. So people are just people are just not thinking that Snoop said that about Gail King. No, I'm not saying no. I'm not saying this is going on recent. People was uh, mad about it back then, is what I'm saying. Okay. You remember when he went on that? He was like, "You stupid, dumb bitch," and then he went in on her. <laughs> Brandon, what were you saying? What, what was your topic? I'm sorry, you said you had something that you wanted to talk to us about. Oh yeah, Nas and um, I think it was Ari Spears talking about um how they don't like the new rappers. You know, oh, and niggas hating against and they don't like the new rappers and they all the song. He said, "Little baby, little Dirk." Um, um, who else did he say? He said a few other artists. Basically, they all all their music sounds the same. Nas said that. Did Nas say he likes the music? Nas and Aries Spears. Nas. No, said not, no, no, no. Nas said that no, he just listen to music right now that moves him, that makes him want to go. Yeah, right nah, that's why I was about to separate the point. You but I was just saying they both making these kind of points. Nas, huh? Nas, the goat. Like the the songs nowadays aren't. See, here's the thing. There's a this. It doesn't move y'all. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah not no, not me. It moves me, but other people. So we look at it like Nas, Nas, Nas is like from a different era. So of course it should you shouldn't be offended. The music nowadays doesn't move him. Like that's like my pop. That's, gonna listen that's to some bullshit though. Nas made a song with Fabi. So so I don't get it. How you got? You can't say both. The but no, he says he says it's good. He just don't listen to it after. It doesn't like, move him. It doesn't get him hyped up. Basically, he says he's just but, he want, but he wants but he wants the one is on his own songs though. That's bullshit. How? You, you can still yo, yo, Bobby, yo, I'm gonna keep it real with you, dog. Your music trash, dog. Your music <laughs> trash. I want you on my song, though. No, no he, he just says trash. It, it doesn't move him. No, he says okay, he says well, he if likes... it doesn't move you. Why would you want to do a, a record with him? Because he says he likes these songs. He just says uh, he it, they don't stick with him for a while. It's basically, nah, I'm taking Grammy and shut up. Earlier, but the Grammy and shut up, Nas. This is I can't. These old rappers, I'm telling you, doing it, and it happens every generation. Every generation, they always say the old person always say the next people. They always complain about the next one. This is getting old. This Ice T has said that Soldier Boy killed hip hop right back in the day. And Nas always saying, "Why Nas always trying to like he Ice T? Ice T? Why Nas always trying to Ice T and Nas are two different people, bro. No, but I but Ice T is Ice T is a legend. Ice T is not Nas, Brando. No, Nas did say all of that shit. Remember, he made the album, Hip Hop Is Dead. Yeah, but it wasn't about that, Brandon. You're a kitty man. It was about white people taking over the, the rap game. It wasn't about the quality of music. No, it was about, no, I think that was, a, the, um, he did talk about the quality of music. No, he didn't. I'm, no, I'm a, I'm a Nas fan, bro. Shut up. You said he did not say anything about the quality and the state of the he music. He said oh, Hip Hop Is Dead because Hip Hop is for black people yeah. and Jewish oh, people run the rap game. That's a lie. Yeah, shut up, Brandon. You're lying, dude, T. That's a lie. That's a lot, Jarvis. He did talk what about what song? What song? What song he said, Brando? You're kidding me. What song? Okay, he has a song on there called "Who Killed Hip Hop." And he talks about how, how the black community lost hip hop when it went mainstream. So shut up, Brando. You didn't listen to the album. So mainstream is what the type of content of the music. White people. Yeah, white white people. The, no, he talked about the music. like the, the executives, executive, like all the executives, and people who run the rap business. Did he ever criticize? So who did he, who did you say he criticized? Um, Jerome. I uh, I said I see. I criticized Soldier Boy. I said they do it in every generation. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So you saying Nas never's done that? It's, it's no, I didn't say that. I didn't say I that. Nas has never Nas has never dissed the new the new rappers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He just did. He just did it. No, he didn't diss them. He just said it. 
I mean, no, it wasn't singing, necessary singing, to say. No, Drew, that's singing. not true. But when somebody said that the mu- the music doesn't move you, doesn't it's mean not, that they don't they don't enjoy it. It just doesn't doesn't just move like, them personally. Just like Beyonce, you you think a lot of music moves Beyonce right now? Probably, I'm sure. I feel like it should. Yeah. Nah. I, I, like when when we talk about a goat, like a great, like for Beyonce. It has to inspire Beyonce to get in the lab and like write some shit. Like, okay, like I, I like this. Album. I got, I got to compete with this, with this album, this new girl. Like, that's I think that's what it really means in regards Beyonce to. Beyonce ain't great about competing. When, when you say something moves you Why? to me, it doesn't. Beyonce? That doesn't mean it. What'd you say, Brandon? Are you being ignorant again? No, I'm saying Beyonce ain't <laughs> um, worried about competing with no new girl. You're not listening, Brandon. I said like you hear some hot shit and inspires you <laughs> to create. Like you're you're a creator, right? Have you ever listened to some shit that inspires you to write? I know, I understand that. But you said like a, a, a lot of people are not gonna do that for Beyonce. Like it's just, I'm not saying a lot, but there are plenty of talent, very talented artists that are, are still. Think, what artists you think right now drop down that truly inspire Beyonce to feel like okay, I, I ain't to go in the booth. I mean, there's we have no way of knowing that. I mean, I have no idea. I would feel like her, her. No. I would feel like hers released some music. <laughs> Jarvis, no, not, 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 not enough to get Beyonce out of the bed. What about what about Snow Allegra? Beyonce talks Love about that album. I can see that. I mean, I feel like I don't know. But I, I do think I do think this, and we, we talking about it, it correlates to what we're saying. I do believe right now, like we are in the golden era, maybe the best era of R and B. As far yes. as like by far. We're in a great era right now. Like, era, well, we're not in the golden era. The not the nineties is the golden era for R and B, but it's 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 close. It's close. It's better. It's better than it's better than the two thousands. Yeah, oh, hell yeah, yeah. Two thousands fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, keep it real. The two thousands might be the worst era of music. Yeah, that shit was terrible. Like even for rap, like if you really think about uh, it, I mean, I don't want to say for rap. I would definitely say. Then two thousand, no, a lot of those classics dropped for us. No, I don't know. Like I was in car, my girl, though, my wife. And she was playing some like some rap like from the 2000s, like rap R and B like types like hits when we were kids. Like a lot of that shit still goes, but a lot of that shit really don't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, but that, but then again, our ears have changed. Some stuff I, I, I don't like old boy though. I listen to old boy. Old, old boy's a terrible song, bro. Yeah, Cameron, talking about Cameron shit. Yeah, that's terrible. Oh, and the dip, Dipset anthem fucking sucks too. I just listened to that shit. I was like. What are y'all talking about? Like, uh, this anthem still goes. I no, bro. I listened to that shit. I did not like that shit, bro. Mickey, I turned it off. Two arms up, touch down. But when I touch down, I'm like buckshot, shorty. Touch down. Yeah, I must. I didn't like it. I'm from Harlem. I'm from Town. We flash money, take your and ask me what now. Right now. Come on, man. That's very disrespectful. Oh, these are just yellow hearts and pink diamonds. Will I get the money for this? Don't, Don't think, think diamond. Yeah, I get it, bro. Come on, no. I get it, guys. Come on. <laughs> hey, 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 speaking of your wife, um, I had another. <laughs> what? No, <'cause> said... <laughs> what kind speaking of, of segue wife? is that? That's a wild segue, dog. Speaking <laughs> of your wife. No, because I remember you said he was riding a car with her. And yeah, I watched your to... mouth, man. No, it it <laughs> brought me to a question. It brought me to a question um, um, that I had. All right, Brenda. How much time? Do you do you spend like um doing activities that your woman want to do, like going places that she want to go, that you may not want to go? All the time, Brando, brother. No, I, honestly, dog, I'll be real with you. Maybe this is some newlywed shit, but 
me and my wife are so compatible that we generally like to do the same thing. So I'm never doing a thing that maybe you can ask her the question, but like, I, like whatever she's doing, I enjoy it. I don't feel like let's it's, get her, let's get her on here. Let's, 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 let's bring her on. And it, um, cause like, dog, I'll be real with you, dog. Y'all know me. Like I'm not really big into board games. So I'm over there with her family last night. And like, I actually games. enjoy playing like I love board games. games I was never into that. Game, game night, game night is undefeated. The game yeah. night is fun. Yeah. Like Monopoly, Uno. What I mean, it's just like taboo. <laughs> After that, I just like watch everyone else play the rest of the game. That's categories. I love board night. Yeah, so like, so what about you then, Drew? Like, like what's an event? What's an what's a place that you would want that you wouldn't want to go? What's like one of the places your girl drag you to? You would cause like you know what I'm saying. Like how many how many times do you guys? He goes everywhere, brother. I don't. I feel like I feel like there's not a place where she would have to drag me to go. It, it would more so be like a restaurant that I don't want to eat at. Cause so she like, like my girl loves pasta, and I don't, and I really don't like pasta that much. That's like, a I fact, dog. Be, I thought I was the only person that was like that, Drew. I, I have, like to, I have like to be like in the mood to want to pasta's eat pasta. Great. I love pasta too. I love but like pasta every day, bro. Nah, I, I can't, but she loves it. So like, it would be more so like I would dragging me to like maybe a place I don't want to eat at or something like y'all that. Y'all don't but. have to do activities, so y'all don't do a lot of activities that you might particularly wouldn't want to do. Yeah, I can't think of any activities now. Nah. Like, I mean, really. in the past, you know, if you're with someone that shops, I don't like the like me. I'm a type of dude. I'm going shopping. I know exactly where I'm going to get. I'm, I'm there for and a I purpose. Think, I feel like most men, for the most part, and I'm glad that my wife's not, you know, she, she's like me. When we go somewhere, we go and get it. We out. But I know I feel like most men, I feel like that's the thing, like going shopping with their wives or their girls and just sitting there. Like, I know, like, my, my dad, like, my mom used to drag us to the mall. You know, a little the section in the middle where the dudes just be in the chairs. I should be there as a kid. It's just going to be while you sit down. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> so, because I see a lot of women say, like, I want a man that wants to do all this stuff with me, like go to the museums or go to the park or go painting, you know what I'm saying? Doing all these activities. But I think my problem, the reason I'm asking this is because I think an issue that I'm going to have is because I don't ever want to do like all those activities, but I don't think that's bad. You know what I mean? It's not that I don't want to spend time with my girl. I just think that I, every once in a while, I think you should do something that you, you know what I'm saying? I, that, I think it should, I think it should balance out. So like me, like when I, I, and this is what I've come to realize, like when you're going on a trip with people, like especially your significant other, you might want to be this, your idea of vacation and being on a trip is just like sleeping, chilling, like watching some Netflix, just like just on relax mode where your partner may want to be out, go out and sightsee and do all the touristy things. So I think exactly. that's. It's like you said, Brown, and I think there's give and take over, you know, when you're on yeah. vacation, like we do yeah. your way one it's day. It's on vacation because you got to get the, you kind of got to get the most, you know, out of it. I like to chill on vacation, dog. Me too. I just, I just, yeah. But if I'm on I vacation with my girl, I'm a, I guess I'm going to have to go to those things because we on vacation. Or, or Brando, you just need to find you a girl that likes just chilling. I mean, there's plenty of those out there. Like, if you no, 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 I don't have a problem with the girl liking with my lady um, liking activities. No, go have at it. But I just don't feel that I have to. You can go without me most of the time. I so she gonna go to the museum alone? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I get, I get what I'm saying. So like, I, I think certain things that why not go to the museum alone? I feel like certain things in relationship should be dedicated for just you. Yeah, like, why can't you just, if I don't want to go and you want to go, why do I gotta go? I feel like going to the museum alone is wild. That's some. I, just, I never, I never heard of someone doing that. So now, and, and that's what I don't like. So now I'm forced to go to the, 
I'm for now. I'm for the I really don't want to go. Whatever to buy myself. I, I, I can see the movie. I think I think going to the museum is like the most natural place to be alone because like it's, it's like it's not like it the, is reading. Yeah, it's like a group thing. Like it's like people involved in the group. Like once I just I, in the group, I just never look I've never heard of anyone going to the museum alone. That's just me. <laughs> never. I've never heard of it. I don't know. I don't. I don't go to museums like that. Not not often anyway. Listen, uh, I already told y'all, bro. Like back. When I was like the single out here, dog, like every Thursday, I took myself out to like the movies and dinner. Like I was really like out here dating myself, bro. And I like people look at me like, "You can wait for you?" Like, nope. I mean, I hop just eating, bro. Till I eat some pancakes. Yeah, I've been to the movies alone plenty of times. Like that's I go, yeah. by, I go out to eat by myself all the time. I do it all the time. I, I have no choice. I have no one to go with. So how else am I gonna cut the cat, bro? <laughs> oh my god! I'm just no somebody, time. please, ladies. Brandon been trying. Ladies. No, I'm not, and it's not a complaint. I'm just saying I enjoy that though. Like I like going out to eat alone, listen to my music, listen or, or whatever I want to listen to. And enjoy a meal. Yeah. I'm just saying I like those things. So I just don't understand why people can't just do stuff alone. So if I don't think anybody should have to be dragged to places they don't really want to go. And it, hey, it's dog, just, yeah, the relationships are about compromise, Brando. You got you to get. I just saying, why does a woman, why do you, why would you, why would you expect, why would you want someone to go somewhere they don't want to go? Like if you know somebody don't want to go, why would you want them to go? At that point? I, I, you know Brandon, what I mean? Brandon, like call, call me crazy. I think a lot of this has to go on compatibility, bro. Yeah, I, I, I think that's what it boils down to, bro. Like if you really, I, I think that that's where people kind of like confuse things at. Whereas like in the beginning, like opposites attract. But I think eventually compatibility comes into play. But I don't think that there should be anything that your significant other loves to do that you just absolutely like. Oh my, I hate this shit. Uh, I really just can't stand this. <laughs> Because well, if it's just her, like you want to see her happy, you want to see, you know, it, it'll, she it'll can do those happy things. I'm just my thing is, I don't have to participate, and vice versa. <laughs> if there's things that make me happy and she don't like, I'm not gonna be mad if she don't participate. What's the example of this, Randall? Have you been through this situation before? No, because I was actually watching Kevin Samuels, and um, no, no I'm telling you, Don, this is his mentor, dog. You gotta stop he's watching right, him, he's, dog. He's, you really gotta stop show. watching Kevin Samuels, even though I was watching it this week and I ain't gonna cap it. I was rolling, dog, this week. That's a good show. Show. He's good, he's good at what he does. He's good at what yeah, he, he does. Is. He, is. he is, he is really good at what he does. But, but there's um, a reason, but also, Brandon, there's a reason why he's single, too. For what? What did he do wrong? He, he can do that wrong, bro. And besides, no, what did he do? I mean, obviously, there's women that aren't willing to be with him, too, for a reason. I mean, he, he was married. I, and- he broke up with his girl. Now he's single, living his life. It doesn't mean, doesn't mean, what's wrong with that? doesn't mean his advice is any less. I don't think that his advice is any less, but I, I think you got to be careful on what advice you take from Kevin Samuels. I don't take any advice from him. I already know, I know everything he's saying already. <laughs> I just, I just be, I'm not taking any advice. Other people, I agree Brando's with him. wild, dog. Wild as shit. <laughs> he, we just, he just telling stuff already. I'm not taking the advice. I already know. He, be, he just be telling you the truth. He, that's all. He's be telling people the truth. That's all. But um, they were saying on the show, he was just saying how, like, a lot of times women expect men to want to do women's shit. And you got to under, understand that a man is not naturally going to want to go pick flowers. You know, that's not what men do. You know, shit like that. So it's like people, you know, let's go to the winery. Let's go pick this. Let's go. You know, some men might enjoy it, but... I'm just saying that. I'll go, I look, I'll go to the winery with my girl. I'll do I'll that. Be, shit. No, I'll go to the winery. I would love. I'm about to say I'll do that shit. No, 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 yeah, but at least slow down. 
I go to the rendezvous without the lady. I go, I go do that on my own. I'm like, <laughs> without the ladies. Yeah, but like, but you know, go picking wildflowers in the in the fields, picking lilies, you know, shit like that. You know, it's the type of stuff ladies like to do sometimes. I think, I think, I think that's. Brandon, like, would you go apple picking with your girl? See that right there. I don't know. I'm not. I might do I it one that. time, but I don't want to have to be doing that all the time. Doing stuff all the time. I think every once in a while yeah. I do activity. Yeah. You what about pa- what about painting painting with a twist? Would you do that? That's why I said every once in a while. Yeah, I don't mind that. Yeah. All right, go wait, go wait. Would you do that with your girl? With the little the obstacle? Was yeah. it obstacle course? Yeah. You ain't doing that? I mean, nothing against that. I just paintball. Would you do paintball with your girl? That shit hurt. Absolutely not. That'd be fucking my head. <laughs> no, I ain't doing no paintball. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not doing a paintball, yo. Y'all. <laughs> not that bad. Me and Drew. That shit hurt. I mean, it hurts, but you don't it feel hurt. it. No, no. It stings. It's like a. It's temporary. It stings. You know what I like to do with my lady? You know what I like to do with my lady? I was like to go get a nice drink and talk. Some so regular like, shit. You can do that at home. Nigga, do it too. Go out. Yeah, we go out. Talk. You can't do that every night, bro. Why not? And I'm happy. That makes it's not realistic, Brando. It is. That is realistic. If he finds someone that's compatible and that loves to do that type of thing. Hey, let's go. Hey, you want to go out today? We go. To there's the not bar. many. There's not many women that don't want to be taken out on dates. I, what I'm saying is a date. No, I'm talking about them other dates like apple picking. And oh, I don't. Bruh, most women are going to be tired of doing that every single every time y'all go out. Y'all just go to dinner. Like most women are going to be tired of that. That's a fact. Like that's not realistic, bro. <laughs> I think, I think they need to learn how to be more content. Women need to learn how to. Or be you content. need to learn how to spice Here go Brando. Here go Brando. Tell a woman what they need to do, dog. Here go Brando. Tell a woman what they need to do, dog. <laughs> hey, dude, don't you ever tell me to spice it up again? I don't like that. Saying. <laughs> I got spice it Brando, up. Tell the women they need to be content. Is Brando? You, if you think you can take a girl out every night, every time you go out to dinner and drinks, it's not going to work. Guys, we so- have to. We have to have a woman on our podcast soon because I mean, this is Women's Month, number one. And we need a woman, we need a woman's perspective on, on on a lot of the topics that we've been talking about. Yeah, for the past month. Because Brando, you're gonna get lit up. Keep talking no, about what, what women need to do. I, let me tell you something. Women agree with me most of the time, Gerard. That's what you don't realize. Women agree with me. Women agree with the Brando. I don't be saying I see Drew looking. Annika, pop up real quick. Come, come on. <laughs> Annika, pop on set with us real quick. No, I, I'm not saying women don't want to go on dates. I'm just saying. If there's an activity and I don't want to go, I shouldn't have to go. And you I mean, but I think, but I think, Brando, I think the other part of that is not only just compatibility, but also sacrificing some of your time to make your, to make your loved one. I mean, the person that you, you know, that's what I every once in a while, every, every make once them feel special, make them feel important, make them feel wanted. You know what I'm saying? Like if they're doing an activity that you may not be particular about or care for, just go out and do it. You know what I'm saying? Just to be like, you know what I'm saying? I was there with you when you do it. Don't have an attitude about it. Just go do it. I'm not a kid. I'm not going to pout. But what I'm saying is, I'm not, yes, you should do it. But just, however, the under end of that, I'm sorry, Brando, is don't expect it in return. That's the biggest thing is like, don't, don't have an expectation in return when you go do those things with your when you're with your significant. Oh, this boy spitting, dog. So you saying the women's not going to come with you when when you want to do stuff? No, I'm just saying you. If you're going to do something like that, do it out of you know the your love for your. For the oh, don't do it for a reason. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not saying. Don't, don't do it because like I'm gonna do this. So and when I go do what I, I want to do, you need to come with me. Like no, no you know, I think the, the biggest fault in relationships are dog. And I just I just realized this while having this conversation. Like relationship is two people to, together to become one, right? And we talking about in every sense of the word. So if you're one, you're on the same team. I think too many instances of relationships where it's like 
kind of like you said, like don't expect it in return. It's kind of like a me versus you thing. We're, we're keeping tally of who's doing what for who or yeah. who's not doing what for who. I think that's where a lot of the the relationships we see in. I don't think good relationships. I don't think people handle people in good relationships operate that way at all. Not a, not in good ones. If you operate in like what you just described, Jarvis, that is pretty bad. Yeah, that's, that's, it, that's it. Uh, and you know, even when you're in that disagreement joint um, period with your girlfriend or your your wife, whatever, like just think to yourself, like, okay, like we are on the same team. You got to like have you got to process it right then and there because. That, at the point you're just flashing, you know what I'm saying? You can lose sight of that. So Jarvis, can I ask you something? What's up? Have you gone to pick apples? No, I have not. I would though. I actually that'd be something that I would I would want to do. I think that would be yeah, that'd be a good time to experience one time. Yeah, I'm not against it. Yeah. I, they, they, I'm, they, I'm not they, saying I hate all of these examples. I'm just saying I just can't think of something I really hate. But it's, hey just, Brando, find you a nice young lady in uh Virginia Beach. And Drew, here you go for a future date for you too. In Virginia Beach, typically around like June or July, I think they got like an apple. I mean, excuse me, a strawberry farm. You can go pick strawberries. My boy Jarrell, no cat. My boy Jarrell love Fort Monroe, dog. <laughs> I do love Fort Monroe. I do because I, I do, and I'm not gonna lie. It's it's. Wait, ain't that where POC at? POC. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, it's historical. Um, I grew up on that base as a kid because my dad was in the army. My mom was too. So yeah, I, I'm I'm at Fort Monroe all the time. Yeah, it's your favorite date night, boy, ain't it? That too. Yeah, I do. Hey, no, I like, you, I like you live in Fort Monroe, huh? You live on base in Fort Monroe? No, I didn't. I didn't live on. I actually went to preschool there. Oh dang! All right. Yeah. But now, I, I just think I'm. I'm just be content. I, I think that's a great night. Just going out and having drinks with my lady. We talking and vibing. Maybe listen to some music. Maybe walk down the street. You know, just have a good time. <laughs> walk down the street. Like this weekend. Like this weekend, <laughs> I meant to tell y'all this past weekend. No, not this past weekend. Two week, two weekends ago, two weekends ago, I went to um, Social Circuit in Norfolk. You know what that is, Brando? No, I don't. I'm not familiar. It's basically an it's like a, a bar slash arcade where you play all the old school games. You put money on the car. You could drink. You could bowl. You play old school games, and you gotta have a good time. Which is the other. No, I love date night. No, give me wrong. I love date night. I'm not saying I don't like to go out with the, with my lady. I'm just talking about like certain things, like like the t like for instance. Going shopping with them when you when they stuff like that. Why do I gotta go? Why do I gotta go? You know, shit like that is what now, I mean. But it basically don't sound like you like that woman, bro. Like you're not interested in her. Maybe she wants your opinion. No, Maybe she wants your that, opinion. I don't like. I don't want to go to. I don't want to go. I just want to stay home. This what if she wants your opinion on like outfits and stuff? Send me a pic. I don't know. But I don't want to be walking around. Yeah. You know. let's, let's, let's get to what you've been on, y'all. Let's do it. Your dad, your dad, your dad was miserable in the middle of that store, um, sitting in them chairs waiting. He's so dark. He was, dog. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And that shit, that shit, it shouldn't have to happen. Why? This is not unnecessary. That's all I'm saying. He could have just hey, been at but, home. Hey, you can say what you want about him being miserable, but they still married to this day. So to stay married, you got no. Say. I'm just saying they still married <laughs> to this day. Is that what you're saying? My, my, par my parents do a lot of like give and take in their yeah, and that's that's what that's all supposed to be. No, yeah, of course it needs to be that way. I, I want to go first, dog. I know what you've been on. What you got? Because I'm gonna make y'all make y'all boys proud. Drew and Jarvis, I've been watching Snowfall. Man, it finally came around. I like it. I like the show a lot, actually. I I enjoy the show, man. It's hey, it's it's a really good show. It's it. I think the content is is really good. I think obviously some of the things I had. 
talked to y'all in the, in the group chat. Some of the things obviously are unrealistic about you getting to the plug that immediately, but the TV uh, show. Yeah, I get it. It's a TV show. I get it. But hey, y'all are right, man. Melvin, he does his thing on that shit, man. Hey, Melvin does his thing. Melvin's, man, a, Melvin's a classic character. Like Man Boy is already a classic character. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I like his role in in the in the show, and I love you know the dynamic of Franklin and how he was you know a regular street kid, you know, trying to figure things out on his own and want to become basically his own entrepreneur and own businessman. And it turns, unfortunately, I mean, it it depicts, you know what I'm saying, us, you know, doing things that we, you know, illegal things, but uh, it's a good storyline. I, I like it. I like it thus far. And uh, I'm going to rest in peace, John Singleton. Rest in peace. Dad. Yes, rest in peace, John Singleton. I did not Theater. know. See, if y'all would have told me that ahead of time, I would have been on it. I didn't know that he was the producer, executive producer. For that. He, went, he went on the breakfast club with Franklin. For real? Yeah. Yeah, dang. I didn't even catch that. I didn't even catch that. But yeah, and I mean, typically anything John Singleton touches is is dope. So. That, 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 that's the last one for his legacy, Snowfall. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good way to go that's tough. But um, great way to go as, as far as music, uh, bro, I've been blasting a lot of like Caribbean like dance hall music recently. Afro beats too. Yeah, man. Yeah, that too. Um, a lot of Burner Boy. Uh, Wiz Kid, yeah, man. So I, my my song of the week is uh, Ginger, you know, featuring Burning Boy, dog. That track is fire. fire. Tough, tough, too tough. So I'll I'll go next, bro. So of course you know I've I've kept, I'm already caught up on season four Snowfall. I'm not gonna talk about that because you you know you're just I'll now. be caught up by, by next episode. Yeah. So um, uh, I've been on that, bro. I've been watching Mary at First Sight. Have y'all seen that? Yeah. Bro, Chris is King Toxic, bro. That dude, Chris, it's a good show. It's, it's good. It's a show to watch, you know, by yourselves with your woman. But that dude is toxic, dog. Like, this dude, this the show, you know, show y'all what I'm talking about. So it's a show where you marry your partner at first sight, like some, you know, people who are relationship experts yeah. that you guys together so you get married. This dude, when he first saw her, was like, I'm not attracted to you. I'm not, I'm not physically attracted to you. And then, like, he, like, had sex with her, bro. And he had sex with her, he was like, yeah, I'm still not attracted to you. So not only that, this dude, like, when the show goes on a break, like, he goes and gets, like, his ex-fiance pregnant. Then he brings his ex-fiance to meet his wife. Like, this is wild, bro. It's wild. What is this on? Um, Lifetime. <laughs> hey, why are you watching Lifetime? Oh, uh, it's, it's, it's on Hulu, too. Hulu. Hulu. Damn, Hulu. <laughs> Hulu. But it's good, bro. It's good. Like, this dude is Mr. Toxic, bro. Straight up. But um, as far as the song I'm on, I've listened to this. I've listened to a lot of Tupac, Greatest Hits, this week. Greatest uh, Hits. <laughs> I've listened to a lot of Tupac, bro. It's funny, because I was actually listening to All Eyes on Me today when I was going. I was listening to Tupac. I was listening to All Eyes on Me last week, to be honest with yeah. you. But my song of the week is um, Stay Down. Y'all said it, it, it got released last year. Yeah. But um, Stay Down with Lil Durk, um, Black, and Young Thug. Dog and Thugger. Thugger went off on that joint, dog. So that's, that's my song of the week. Good choice. Drew, what you been on, man? For me, um, not well, I missed the last episode, so... Why the last episode? What are you doing? Why'd you miss? Tell him. Tell him. Can I? Can I? Can I get into it? Damn. Hey yo, son. No. <laughs> hey yo. Watch your mouth, B. Anyway, go ahead. Can I get into it? No, you yeah, can't. I, <laughs> I ain't from Atlanta. 
Hey, what? <laughs> hey, wow. shout out to Atlanta, man. Not, not all of y'all, man, are like that. I know. <laughs> we I'll always cut you off. Be canceled. But yeah, I know that <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, <laughs> but nah, I missed last episode because, uh, you know, my family, you know, we made the move to back to VA, man, back home. So, VA. welcome back. It feels good. Does it feel it was, good to be back? It was stressful, dog. It does. It feels good to be back. But it was stressful, man. Moving cross country, dog, that's, oof, it's crazy, man. But, but yeah, we did it, man. So, Packed up everything, you know, drove the car 32 hours all the way across country back home, man. So it was, it was, it was cool. I, the drive, the drive was long as hell, pause, but it was, it wasn't that bad because we broke it up into eight hour trips. So I feel like that it was better. <laughs> what, what, man? What, man? I don't get it. I don't get it. So y'all did, y'all, y'all did eight hour increments. Yeah. Dog, how was Kansas City? Kansas City was cool. It was actually cool, dog. No saying. Yeah, we saw my boy John and his wife. That's an inside joke. You got to tell the people about Kansas City. So Drew lived in Utah. I live in Texas and Drew lived in Virginia. And like we we said we got to meet halfway. So Kansas City is a halfway mark between Utah, Virginia, and Texas, bro. (laughs) No, never went. But no, but it really was cool. Like it's a cool city. So. It is. Good barbecue right here. I heard they got some good old Kansas City barbecue over there in uh, the good KC. No, and there are a lot of like Nate. Like when I went there, bro, there's like a lot of Native Americans there. Like that's what they called the Chiefs. It's crazy. I, that's, I don't know about that, <laughs> but um, when I was there, like there was a, a good community of them that I've seen. So I, I ain't seen none of them when I was there, but uh, I, I'm sure. Shout out, shout out to them. <laughs> but I, I ain't seen none. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, I them, dog. They was out there like working at McDonald's, dog. Like real, like true, no, like Native y'all Americans. acting like y'all in second grade right now. <laughs> no, I saw like real Native Americans like working at McDonald's, bro. Like they was like heavy out there. Okay, okay bitch. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so that's that's what you know that's we've been doing. Home. Family moving, so good to be back. Welcome back home, Jarvis. For sure. You the last man standing. We waiting on you, buddy. I already said it, dog. <laughs> what? It's your turn, bro. No, I'm talking about to move back. Oh. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, y'all are really acting like little kids today, dog. Y'all, y'all did. I ain't, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I ain't been on shit. You're not finished. I didn't. Dog, I swear, dog. Every oh. time. You know, what the? Darrell told me to go. I mean, Jarvis told me to go. Yo, y'all the boys wild, but um, for my track, goddamn, for my track, um, I'm actually not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm, not, I'm not gonna do the you know stereotypical drink joint. I feel like you know everybody knows about it, man. I don't, I don't really have to. What's understood don't need to be said. So I'm gonna go with um, uh, Corey Loray with Dirk as well. No more parties remix. Oh yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Um, I ain't been on shit this week. I haven't watched anything. I haven't been caught up on anything. I just been going home and going home and going to bed and starting it over again tomorrow, the next day. So this is what I've been on the past week or so. So I haven't I haven't watched anything. I missed Snowfall. I fell asleep. Um, 
I'm not gonna watch. I haven't been in, doing anything. I, I'm, I've still been listening to music. My song of the week is um, "A Boogie with the Hoodie." No promises. Okay, no money, man. Two weeks in a row, dog. I'm proud of you, dog. Hey, the brand switches it up. Hey, <laughs> not a one-trick pony, buddy. Hey, so whether you move and work, you out of work, you off work, yeah at work, we appreciate you listening to it. All right. Yes, sir.